You're listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and other conversations as we strive to go serve and love in our communities. If you want to know more about us, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe and check us out on YouTube. Well, hey, welcome to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. My name is Ben Anderson. I'm an associate pastor here at the church, and joining me today is Pastor Michael Green. I'm back, Jack. You're back, Jack. <laughs> yeah, it was good to have you. So we, what we did, though, is a couple weeks ago, we promised the viewers we'd bring a guest on, and then That's the right. next week, you got sick, and yeah. there we go. <laughs> we had a guest, so uh, it was great hanging out with you last week, and we're excited uh, to be back. Just talking and chatting about the message on Sunday, as well as a few other things. As always, we love to hear from you and interact with you. So if you have anything that you want to share with us or a topic or idea, send it our way. Absolutely. So, Michael, over the last, gosh, I think it's been five weeks, four, four five weeks. Something uh, like that, yeah. Pastor Al's been taking us through the various I am statements that... Um, Jesus makes in the Gospel of John, yep. and we've been through you know a lot of different ones, but each one of those statements reveals the character and identity of Jesus. And this past week was probably, I think you could argue, you know, maybe one of the more controversial ones, um, as far as you know, Jesus said, you know, he's the only way, right? Especially in today's culture, and he, well, even good... even in that culture, yeah. I mean, you think about the pagans and how they worshipped other gods, and you think about Paul when he goes to uh, was it Ephesus? I think it's Ephesus, and they had all the different gods to different places, yep. and they had the the unknown god, and yep. there's this idea of there's other ways. So yeah, that's definitely the one of the ones that can be the most talked about and controversial topics. Yeah, well, right, you know, we each one are, you know. I'm using that term in general, right? Our own way to experience religion and whatnot, yeah. which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But most controversial, but it's when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one can come through the Father except through me. Yep. I had through in there twice. Uh, but it was a great message. I think for me, it was just a good reminder uh, just of that. You know, he is yeah. the only way. And just like we said, in today's culture, it's just so easy. And so many people just want to discover their own thing and what works for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we forget about, you know, the truth in God's word there. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I had is, you know, a takeaway it was just a great gospels, you know, presentation and great reminder. Yeah. So, sure. but what I thought it would be cool today. So over the last five episodes of our podcast, we've been kind of talking about what Jesus said, but there's also a lot of myths, misconceptions, Mm. however you want to phrase that, of things that Jesus said. So I thought it would be fun for us, and just encouraging to those listening, to talk about things that Jesus did not say that oftentimes maybe, you know, it's out there floating around. Um, Yeah. And just kind of approach it from, you know, that perspective. Yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions about who Jesus really is and his true character and identity. And I did a message series a few years ago about what Jesus do you worship? And we talked Ooh, about, good. we talked about like the Santa Claus, Jesus, the Rob Bell, Jesus, the, the hippie Jesus, like so many people put their parameters on who Jesus was and take out of context yeah. what Jesus really was in scripture. Yeah. Well, that's why it's so important for us to be in God's word because our past experiences, what, you know, all of that shapes our view of Jesus and, 
we got to go straight to God's word. Absolutely. Uh, but the first one that uh, I want us to talk about is, you know, Jesus did not say, find the religion, religion or faith that fits you. Mm. And we kind of already just touched on that. But in today's culture, right, we see it all the time. Yeah. Hey, Michael, just do what works for you. <laughs> and that would be a little bit scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, our bed, just, you know, just do what works for you. Uh, but we see, you know, all throughout scripture, you know, just even like we talked about on Sunday, you know, there's only one way. And yeah. Well, it's, Jesus. well, and well, the other, the flip side of that is if we're looking for that, if we're looking for a religion or a faith that fits me, that fits what I think, you know, is right. That puts me at the center of my religion. Yep. That puts me as the person that I'm worshiping. So yeah, I become good. my own idol. Yep. You know, it's like, that's what the people, the, I've been talking about this for weeks, the Tower of Babel. Yep. You know, that's what they were doing. They were putting themselves on a pedestal saying, well, we're going to do what works for us. We're going to do what we enjoy. Instead of fulfilling the mission that God has given us and the truth that yep. his scripture tells us, you know, I'm going to fulfill what's right for me. And that's so wrong because it puts us at the center mm. of a religion. And who wants a religion? Who wants a faith that is defined and based on what? feels right for us. Yeah. It's like, a scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it can just lead us astray, you know, so, so easy. But yeah. again, it's a good reminder. We got to be in God's word. We got to be looking at that. We got to know what truth is. We, we got to know the truth of the scripture. Well, and I think there's even little, you know, things in our own life that, you know, sure, we would love it to be a certain way, but, yeah. you know, we know what God's word says and, you know, we have to stick by that and live by it. Absolutely. And Jesus is, you know, the only way. But other than that, I, you know, I had jotted down Galatians uh, 1.8 where Paul is, you know, kind of condemns everyone who teaches anything other than Jesus. Mm. Um, and he kind of gives the example of, hey, you know, even if an angel comes to you and preaches, <laughs> not Jesus. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, absolutely. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Number two, Jesus did not say everyone can get to heaven if you are good. Mm. And I feel like that's really closely related to... You know, the first one there, but it's kind of, you know, a subset of that. Yeah, but that one becomes more about our works. Yep. It becomes more about, you know, the the first one was my faith is about me. But the second one, this one is more about I can do enough good to get to heaven. Um, this is what a lot of, uh, I would say, Catholics yep. feel like is that they can do yep. enough good to get them into yep. heaven. You know, I'd even say there's a lot of Christians yep. that have this belief, especially, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago yep. when Christians as a whole were a lot more legalistic, mm -hmm. a lot yep. more like, hey, you have to do this. You have to do this yep. in order Follow to be saved. That's not yeah. true. That's not the gospel that Jesus portrays mm -hmm. to us. He doesn't say, hey, get your life right, do these yep. things, and then you can come to me. He yep. says, come to me, and then... All of these things will take care of themselves. When yeah. you, when we're searching for Jesus, when we're growing in our relationship yep. with Him, our works are just naturally going to happen out of an overflow oh. of Jesus working in our life. And so we're yep. not, we're not trying to do good works to yep. get us to heaven. Yeah, yeah. And it's important to point out our good works. You know, show that we have a real faith. It's not our good works does not exactly. Get us yeah, the good works faith. are the evidence and the yep. fruit of our faith. It's not our faith itself. Yeah, and I think it's easy to get that confused. And even with, you know, over the past few months, just as I've been working with, you know, some new Christians and new believers, you know, many times it's a common theme to see them say like, oh, I feel like I need to do more or have more mm -hmm. knowledge. 
then I feel like I'm in the right spot to, you know, be a follower of Jesus. But that's, yeah. you know, not the case. There's nothing that we can literally do. Well, and Paul tells us in Ephesians 2, yep. uh, verse 9, he says that not by works or good things that we do, right? Yep. Like, w- what we can think as good, right? We can think, okay, I'm going <laughs> to do this, and it's really good, yeah. and, you know, hey, I want to go be a blessing to somebody, so I'm going to, you know, do their dishes or our laundry, or, you yeah. know, that seems good to us. Yeah. Like, it, it seems good. It is good. a nice thing. It's a nice yeah. thing. But according to God's word, and according to God's standards and perfections, yeah. Our good is his filthy rags compared to what his good is. Correct. Yeah, unless we're, you know, focused on him and have that relationship with him. I mean, even the best of the best the things best. that we do is going to be rooted in our, just like you said, ourselves. Yep. And we're at the center of it. I mean, it's even hard, you know, for us. You know, we like to get pats yeah. on the back for certain things and, you know, not letting pride get in there. Or yeah. Set, you know, we can just go well, on and on. Yeah, about I that. mean, the, the, the goodness that comes in our life comes from God. Yep. It's not of ourselves. If there's Amen. any goodness in our lives, it's coming from an overflow of what Jesus is doing in our own lives. That's why it's so important that we have a depth relationship with Jesus. Yep. Because if you're not overflowing with the joy of the Lord, if you're not overflowing, there's going to be no fruit. There's going to be yep. no good works. You're just trying to live a standard that you're never going to meet. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Number three. Jesus did not say, as long as you have me, you don't need other believers. Or as long as you're a Christian or follow me, you don't have to be a part of a church or fellowship with other believers. <laughs> and I think, yeah, that's pretty controversial. Well, my parents um, would claim all of my life that they were Christians. Yep. Um, but growing up, they never went to church except for yep. when we would ha- when I was there and I was part of some kind of special program yep. or something. Like they did not consider was church it like a, a priority. Play or and the, their justification yeah. was like I know the Bible. They yep. both grew up in Christian homes. They yep. knew the Word of God. They had a relationship with Jesus. So they were like, we don't need to go to church because church is just a social club. And I don't mm-hmm. need to partake in the social club. Yep. He's like, I can just do my faith, my way with the word of God. And that's not right. Yeah. It's not how Jesus Christ set up the church. You know, he set up the church to be a community of believers, to pray together, to invest yeah. in each other, to spend time together, to to have that interaction with each other, you know, because iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You know, and and if Ooh, you're if good. you're if you're a husband or you're a wife and you're trying to sharpen your spouse, a lot of times that isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, some good things that you may have to say yeah. that is really truth really isn't going to work because they need to hear that from somebody else. Yep. They need to hear that not from their spouse. They need to hear That's that from their, an older person in the church or somebody in their small group um, to really sharpen them and maybe draw out some things in their life, some blind spots of things that they need to work through. You know, yeah. that's, the, that's part of the reasons of the church. Yeah. Hebrews 10.25, don't neglect to meet together. Or don't mm. stop meeting together, which is the habit of some. You know, and I think it's so easy depending on our personalities, right? Yeah. So we either lean towards kind of the isolation side of introvert, things. Introvert. Yep. Or, you know, we're somewhere in between. Or we're on the extreme other end where we're like so extrovert, crazy. We crazy, just want to be around outgoing, people constantly. Golden retriever, otter type yep. personalities. And most of us are somewhere, you know, in between that. But depending on that, I mean, during the pandemic when everybody was live streaming, I mean, those people that you know, were more introverts, they were thriving, right? right. <laughs> or they thought they were thriving. Yeah. The perception of that, you know, they like that yeah. comfort of from their own home and which that has a place for live stream and all that. But yeah, there's nothing like coming together, 
absolutely serving people, loving on people, meeting together, and well, and Jesus just, modeled that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see how, and, and if we're supposed to be imitators of Christ, you see how Jesus modeled being in a community of, yeah. of, of, of small believers. Yep. You know, he had the twelve disciples. Yep. You know, and that was his small group that he invested in. And if if Jesus thinks community is important. Then we probably should I should probably think community is important. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things I was thinking about, I mean, the you know the new commandment, right, which is to love you know each other within the body of Christ. They could tack on the you know love your neighbors, but think of all the one another statements that you know we see throughout the New Testament, yeah. which how we're supposed to serve each other, love yeah. one another, you know, all those different things on how we're supposed to take care of each other. There's a lot of them. There you know, is. We could do a podcast for a whole year just talking about yeah. <laughs> what another <laughs> a lot of them. Don't worry, we won't do that because that would probably get kind of repetitive. <laughs> but just I think that points to the importance of just being together. Absolutely. And being involved in each other's lives. So all right. Couple more. Number four. I like this one. Jesus never said, do what makes you happy. Mm. Man. Mm. And you kind of mentioned it before, but if you have a truth, you know, that depends on yourself or, you know, what makes you happy, what you like to do. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be that absolute truth and it's going to constantly lead you astray. When I think of that, I think of marriage, right? Like marriage is not about happiness. Marriage is about holiness. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things we have to do in a marriage that maybe sometimes doesn't make us happy, but it's the right thing to do. And, you know, as the church, we are the bride of Christ. And if we look at that relationship and we look at at it kind of from – because a lot of us can attest to what it takes to make a marriage works. And so if we look at that and we say, well, what do I have to do here? You know, there's going to be a lot of times in life where we have to make um, sacrifices. We have to do things that make us uncomfortable. We have to do things that might even hurt um, to better our relationship with Jesus, to better fulfill the mission that he has given us. Um, And so, yeah, being a Christian and following Jesus is not about doing what makes us happy. Yeah. You know, it's about it's about it's about worshiping God. Yeah. And having a relationship with Jesus Christ so that we can worship God and knowing what Jesus did for us on the cross and fulfilling the mission, the great commission yeah. that he has given us. Yeah. I wish he said, go into all the world and make yourself happy. Right. <laughs> Just indulge yourself in everything that you want. <laughs> Unfortunately, he did not say that, but yeah. he said, go in the world, make disciples. And yeah. which we've, you know, hashed and talked about, you know, a lot in our uh, podcast. But yeah, he definitely did not say, do what makes you happy. Um, and then number five, Jesus never said, well, you will never have bad days mm. or you'll never have bad things happen. Or... You know what Jesus did say, though? He said, they're going to hate you because they hated me. Mm. Yep. And you yeah. are going to have bad days. And that, so he told <laughs> us the opposite of this is the fact that we, we're going to have bad days. Yep. We're going to have days where, you know, people are out to get yep. us. We're going to have days when things just fail and don't go the way that we planned. Yep. We're going to have days where, you know, we just would really rather go home and sit on the couch and cry yep. or go find a basement somewhere and just yeah. be alone. You know, there's there's yep. there's going to be those times in our lives that are difficult. Yeah. But yeah. And it, we could, I mean, I could talk all day about oh, trials. Oh, I know. There's and, so and, you know, much. I could get into James. And well, that, I last night we talked here. about, um, yeah. and we talked about Nehemiah. 
yep. in youth group and how what was Nehemiah's response to the ruins in Israel, right? Because they had a lot of bad days all thrown together. Correct. You know, and Nehemiah's response was prayer, yep. live a life of integrity, and action. Yep. And so he and he didn't just pray, you know, a lot of times we can just pray for people's problems. Yep. They're they're, you know, Susie has cancer and Billy Bob has a stub toe and this person's getting a surgery. Those are okay things to pray about, but God wants to know what's going on in our hearts. Yeah, he wants to sure. know the struggles that's going on around yeah. us. You know, he wants us to live a life of integrity and then he wants us to fulfill the action of the commission that he's given us. You know, and the trials are meant to shape us and mold yeah. us into be the person that God yeah. wanted us to be in the first place. Yep. I had jotted down uh first Peter just in, you know, my notes as a reference and, you know, in this you rejoice Though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuous of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes through it, is tested by fire. Yeah. Um, I love this analogy. Yeah. The, the word tested there and even in the, the word tested in James. The metal. The metal. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's talking stuff. about, and, and some people have maybe never heard this, but the, that word tested is how a silversmith would know that silver was pure. As he would heat yep. it up get it really hot, and then he would scoop off the impurities off the top. Yep. And then he would continue that process, and he continued that process until the silversmith could look down and mm. see his own reflection in the silver. Yep. And when he could see his own reflection, he knew that the silver yeah. was pure. And like that's so beautiful because yeah. it's awesome. when God can look down and, and when Jesus can look down and see himself in us, yeah. You know, then we have reached maturity and we've reached that point where, you know, this is where Jesus wants us to be. Now, you know, some of us reach that early on in life. Some of us never reach that. Some of us reach that later yeah. on in life. You know, I think of people that, that I see that are a reflection of Jesus. And we've talked about them before. Joe and Lynn Hunt here at Lime Baptist yeah. Temple. You know, if you look at them, you just see the reflection yep. of Jesus in their lives. And, you know, that's that's the whole purpose of the bad days. Yep. Of the trials, of the ruins, of the failures, of yep. the the destruction in our lives yep. is that God takes us through that testing and purifies us so that we can be a reflection of him to those yep. around us. Because yep. it isn't just about him seeing his reflection in us. It's about everybody else around us seeing his reflection in us. Yeah, and that's good. And all of those trials, I mean, we know he says those things will happen. Mm. Just, you know, prepares us for our purpose in life. And there's just so many examples that we have of the you know, things that happened and now, you know, you minister to people in a certain way yeah. and you could just, we could talk about that, you know, forever. So those were the five things, you know, that I, you know, thought would be fun to talk yeah. about. Are there any others that pop in your head as we were talking about, you know, one of the things I thought about when talking about, uh, G or do what makes you happy. Yeah. What about what, how do you feel about the phrase? Just follow your heart. Maybe we don't want to get into that too much. Yeah, we, you can't do that. Like God has given us emotions. Yep. He's given us feelings. We were created to feel yep. things. We were created to have emotions, but our heart can lead us astray. Our heart is deceitful. Our heart is deceitful. The scripture yep. says that. Yep. And it can lead us astray. It can lead us away from what is truth. Yep. Uh, and so there's a delicate balance because yeah. you do want to follow your heart a little bit. Yeah. But you don't want to solely depend on your heart. You want to follow your heart when it's in conjunction and in um in like uh I'm in alignment with in alignment yeah. with God's word. Correct. When you know the truth yeah. and then your heart follows that truth yeah. and when those two places come to meet, then we really know where God's taking us. Yeah. And I think it too, it kind of it would depend on how you define heart, right? Now we're getting really technical, but yeah. you know, 
so a lot there. I just want, I meant to ask that back when we were talking about that, and then I forgot. So I didn't yeah. have that, you know, written down. Yeah, but so lot, definitely don't follow your heart. Yeah. That's not a good thing to do. Very deceitful, yes. and our emotions will always lead us <laughs> astray. Yeah. Oh, man, I could just tell you stories with me and my wife yesterday, but I won't on this podcast. <laughs> Never follow your heart oh, or your emotions. Yeah. Bad stuff will happen. Yeah. That's why you need community. That's why you need people around you that you can go and talk to and help level you and well and i mean and to take all this back to sunday's message yep jesus said i am the way i am the truth and i'm the life and you can't have one of those without the other two and so if we want to experience life and if we want to experience the way to heaven we've got to know the truth and we've got to know that jesus is the truth and the word also tells us that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and so jesus was a living version of the word of God yeah. when he modeled Amen. that when he was here on this earth. And so when we look at his life, you know, and we imitate that, you know, truth, way, life. Yeah. You know, when we follow the truth and we know the truth, we're going to experience life and we're going to have the way that leads to life. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, guys, we have two more weeks of I am statements. We're yep. excited. We'll be uh, talking about those and kind of trying to put handles on it, make it a little bit more practical and uh, relevant to us today. Yeah. And as always, we love hanging out with you with conversations with Ben and Michael Thursday afternoons, kind of mid-afternoon around 3 p.m. The podcast comes out. And don't forget, Sunday's messages come out on the first part of the week, typically on Tuesdays. So if you need another convenient way to catch up on what Pastor Al talked about and yep. what God had to say through him, definitely check out the podcast. You can find this on YouTube or pretty much your favorite podcast platform. Yep. So we cannot wait to hang out with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Lima Baptist Temple podcast. We hope you were encouraged today and we would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, a topic you'd like us to discuss, or want to share what God is doing in your life, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org.